0: back to the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 112 and today's guest is Harrison Tash. Harrison is the founder and lead consultant over at Living Water Consulting, which is a consulting firm for small businesses. They actually specialize in a lot of construction companies, helping them grow and make their companies grow bigger and better. Um, We talk all about that, which is a really good topic for the interior design and construction world. So if you are a small company or just have a struggle with growing your company this is the episode to listen to but before we hop into the episode please like subscribe and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts and now i hope you enjoy episode 112 with harrison tash thank you so much for hopping on the pro series podcast today can't wait to talk to you about your expertise in your uh, company
1: yeah appreciate having me on eric i'm excited for our discussion today and looking forward to what we dive into
0: yeah, yeah, let's let's first dive into uh, your business. And then we'll kind of get into how you kind of started it. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Um, and how you could help people.
1: Yeah, so you know, what I do is I, I help uh, companies, um, more of the service oriented construction based type companies, uh, help them scale and streamline their businesses. And I do that for you know, multiple reasons. One, you know, companies that are attached to the construction industry. A lot of times, we find, you know, whether you're a subcontractor or GC, we find them in this space where everything is coming down on the president, or it's coming down on the mm-hmm. leadership team, and it's it is a uh, you know it's a pain point for companies of how do we empower uh, the middle level management? How do we empower and disperse cohesive teams? And so we work with these companies to help them cascade down those goals, those objectives, and really help them level up in their company. Whether you're going from five to 10 million, or if you're going from 30 to 60 employees, a lot of times what we do has to help, uh, or it helps with companies in their growth stages and helping them do it better than what they could uh, five years ago, what they could on their own. So we helped them in that endeavor to make sure that they can get to that next step, that next level, mm-hmm. uh, without, you know, ripping their hair out or or hitting their heads against the wall. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. So I, when you explain that I almost could, you could really help really any entrepreneur that has a business. Why, why'd you pick construction to be like your niche for that, this business?
1: Yeah. So you know, for us, um, the team that we have has a great deal of experience in the construction oh, okay. industry, so you know, like you know backing up fifteen years ago when i got um when I was kind of getting more in integrated into the construction industry, um I started out with a small construction company in h r and in safety and then I slowly realized that there was a lot of construction companies that fit into this this niche of they specialize in something, they do really good at what they do, but they weren't mm. businessmen. And, you know, I, I had my master's in organizational leadership and, you know, I had really delved into a lot of the business aspects of it at a young age. And so I started to be able to, to match my, you know, knowledge that I had of how businesses should interact with the economy and how they grow and take that and match it with my experience of of uh, being able to witness a small construction mm-hmm. company, and then later down the road, I got integrated into a very uh, large regional general contractor who self performed in masonry, self performed in carpentry and labor, and uh, I I really realized that no matter how small or big you are, whether you're ten million dollar company or you're a half a billion dollar company, which that's the ranges that we typically work within is somewhere in the small business, five, 10 million to, you know, the larger companies in the, you know, half a billion range. Um, and we try to stay away from the, you know, the corporate, the corporate construction companies that are all over and international. Um, but you know, in that range, I, I really saw that the same problems existed in the small to the medium sized contractors, those same problems existed, you know, and and I can list a few of those problems, you know, some of them being that they didn't know how to really have a vision for their company. They didn't know how to take strategy and put it into an actual workable plan. They didn't know how to execute on that strategy because they were stuck in the whirlwind, and they didn't know how to develop and empower employees um, from the ground up. And so you know, those issues across the board, had kind of propelled me into what I do today and then building a team around it to help these contractors um, who, again, may not have experienced this before, didn't go to school for this. They just know what they know Mm -hmm. and they do it well. And uh, we also work with uh, other companies like that are attached to construction. And so, um, you know, that might be wholesalers, Mm -hmm. manufacturers, people that are attached to the construction industry. Um, And so that's that's kind of the why Mm -hmm. the niche is there. And I think it's, I think it's one of the last industries left out there that has so much room to grow, whether it's technology, um, a shout out to construction technology Institute, um, you know, great partners with me and, you know, other, other platforms that are like that, whether it's technology or whether it's people development or strategy development, you know, all these different categories This is the industry that needs it the most.
0: I mean, I know so many contractors that, you know, don't go to college. They start their business right out of high school and they're very successful because they're very good hands-on people. But once they start growing, they just just don't know what to do because that's not their expertise. They'd rather be in the field doing the actual hard work, blue collar work stuff. Um, So, I mean, that's a genius. And I thought that was going to be your answer when I asked you because I didn't like... there's so many good yeah. contractors out there that fail because of this reason they don't have this backing for them in the business world. what is your what's the main um, characteristics that you see um, before or in your clients or before that you even get a client that you notice that um, maybe that they need help or maybe they don't know that they need help
1: yeah that's that's good normally people have something that they know they need. Right. Um, if you don't, you know, there, there could be some more mindset issues there. Right. Um, but normally there's something that Mm -hmm. is there that they want to talk about. Um, some typical ones that I see today is succession planning, right? Um, people, uh, that have grown businesses with their hands and they've built it to something that's sustainable. They're like, Oh shoot. I'm gonna be out of this business in ten years. What do I do? right? So succession planning is huge and and so you know in that endeavor, we try to help companies with the starting point, and we have a process put in place. We've helped companies that are very large, and we've helped companies that are very small and everywhere in between with succession planning. Uh, another one is just like strategy like they they know what they know, but they don't they're not exactly sure how they put it into motion or how do they take what they know and expand it, and see if there's other diversifying ways for their company to, um, you know, sell services that they already have, whether expanding them or even getting into different territories um, or regions, so that they can get that same product to other places. So that expansion and you know that strategy piece is huge for companies. Um, uh, another another thing that we see is is uh, leadership development, you know, you have, you have, I mean, and that's a broad term. So I don't, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, just say that and leave it out there. Just, that's what it is, but you know, it's empowering that mid-level management to take on the things that, you know, your leadership team, or maybe it's just you as the president or owners that have taken on everything. It's empowering that middle level management to be able to take things and really empower them to try it, fail sometimes, and you know, really pick up the pieces and learn it, um, and and not do it in a way to where it costs the company money. So we see that too is like, how do you shore up the middle level of your company so then it continues the cascade down to the boots on the ground, and you start creating level, you start creating leaders at the at the uh, grounds level. So that they continue, you have a cycle that's sustainable Mm -hmm. of growing leaders in your company. So those are some three um, areas that we see, and then the execution of all that. Um, Here's what I see: we see we see these top notch consultants come in and make great plans for people, and it's funny because a lot of times we pick up the pieces with, hey, we have all this stuff that we did and we put it all into a, a you know a workable plan, but we don't know how to do this. Like this is a lot to do. And that's where, you know, a lot of times we'll come in, if we're starting fresh with you, it's like, hey, let's let's create focus areas of your company, where we really want to dial down and understand exactly where we want to put the pressure on these levers of your company. And if you have someone come in and just say, hey, let's focus on these 17 areas, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're not going to have the resources. And so that's part of our specialties is taking your lack of resources and learning how to expand them so that it's sustainable and not just something that, you know, is you just put on paper and then put on a shelf later. Right. Like you yeah. actually put it into a workable plan.
0: Yeah, I'm just going through my head and thinking of all these contractors I know. And I know some that have maybe like five to ten people on their staff, um, all basically doing the contracting, the hard work of like the actual the renovations of the homes or whatever they're doing. Um, but they don't really have a business person. And if so, if a customer comes to you, um, when I say business person, someone like doing the books, doing the scheduling, all that stuff, sure. are you are you consulting if there's a company like that? Are you consulting just the owner? Or are you trying to maybe push to hire someone in that company that you could be consulting for them? um, to help them out with the actual business end of the, um, business. Because I feel like a lot of contractors that go into the business business want to stay as a contractor. And sometimes they just don't want to do that, that whole, the bookkeeping and all that stuff. What do you, what are you seeing out there?
1: Yeah. Uh, good question. And, and, you know, when you're talking about that, I, I view it as a lot of a mindset piece. Um, yeah. like, we do we work with the CEOs, the owners, the presidents, we work with them and their leadership teams. Gotcha. So for sustainability, we've got to get your leadership team either built and then shored up, or we need to shore them up if they've already built built yeah. out and be able to pour into them so that we can actually coach them to be the coaches of your company. And uh like if you ever if you ever thought about like this, like you can have the best athletes out there, right? What's a coach good for if you have this really talented athlete? Well, they're going to teach them how they should be thinking, and they're going to be the people that hold them accountable. And And you can view us in the same way. We may not come in and we're not going to do all the work for you, but we're going to teach you how to run a company mm-hmm. to where you can sustainably hire the right people or take the people in your company and give them the resources and empower them to, to run that company. And again, we're trying to push the right levers so that you know, essentially, it frees up that leadership team and the and the president, and the owner, so that they have the time to actually keep their their eyes ahead. If you think of it like a ship, you know, um, once you get off course enough, it's really hard to get that ship back on the course. Oh, yeah. And so, if you don't have the right eyes looking ahead at the economy, looking at what the innovative ways, the way people need to uh, adapt, uh, businesses need to adapt to the economy, mm-hmm. and, and the expectations, man, you're going to miss a lot of stuff. And yet that ship's going to get off course. And so that's our job is to teach you how to keep the ship on course and put the right tools and resources in your hands to empower the people to actually do um, the jobs that need to be in place in your company. And those are different across the board. Oh, Yeah. And I'll give you like a a quick story, you know, like um, we had we had a a smaller company. Let's let's just uh, we'll we'll call them um, innovative uh, construction company because they were they were doing all the right things. But their workload was just extremely heavy and they just felt like they were chasing their tail. Well, when we did our assessment with them, we come in, we do an assessment. Typically, it's about a month long. We're interviewing your uh, your leadership team, we're interviewing the, the president, and we're always comparing what your team believes is the truth and what the owner believes is the truth. And just a little secret, nine times out of 10, those don't match up perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, coming into that business, one of the things that we learned was, they were getting all the business they needed. So sales and the lead gen and, and, and being able to create the right relationships wasn't the problem. The problem is they didn't have a repeatable process and systems for the things that they were doing. And I, I would call this professionalizing your business, right? So, you know, uh, four main areas that we look at is, you know, structure, people, uh, systems and processes. And, and I we look at that and we say, okay, systems and processes is definitely your problem right now. You don't have a sustainable system in place to where from the moment you get work to the moment you execute on work that all your employees know what to do when they encounter fill in the blank. And so we worked with them with literally just um, recording them doing their processes and then having their uh, their employees actually put it on paper And what we found was is that we found a more consistency in their work. And actually, it's hard to put numbers on this stuff. But we would say somewhere around 20% efficiency rate um, between about three months span just because they put all their processes on paper. And I say Mm. their main processes, you know, between their finances, between their operations and between their sales and marketing. We put all that stuff into a process And we were able to see how that process and having it on paper and having some actual training videos on it was repeatable. They could hire and get people onboarded faster and people knew exactly what they were supposed to do. And you know, one other thing we did with that is we did the top two or top three responsibilities for everyone in the company. And it just created such clarity of they own this. That's what they do. And then once they knew what they were supposed to do, they had processes in place that they
0: would teach their teams to do.
1: So that's a quick example to show. It takes time, yeah. But in 90 days, you could have a turnaround pretty quick. Oh
0: yeah, you just need someone. Even the healthiest of companies, it's smart to have an outsider come in and just analyze everything. It's almost like you're like I like your analogy with an athlete and a coach, but also like a nutritionist type of deal. You just need someone to look over your life and. Implement some new things. They're not the actual ones putting the food in your body, but they're telling you what to do to better your health. Um, and it's just the same exact way. Are you getting clients that are also maybe they do have a very healthy company that they they just want you to come in and just analyze stuff, and they you probably find something that they don't even know, and they probably can make more money yeah. off of. Is that has that happened?
1: Yeah, and and we work with a uh, you know a selective number of of clients because obviously we want to pour in the right resources oh, yeah. and be there for them, and uh, you know one of the one of the clients that we've been working with for the, over the last two years, they're they're one of the best ran small companies that we, that we mm-hmm. know, and and I'll name them on here because they're they're an awesome company, Dancer Concrete Design, they're out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, they're doing it right. And, you know, one of the, as a small company, you know, they're doing it right. They're doing really good stuff. And I just had a conversation with the president just today. And I'm like, hey, listen, you're, you're doing really, really well. Like, I want to talk about, you know, do we do work next to, next year together? Because I don't want you to waste your money. And we want to make sure that it's sustainable in a way that, you know, you feel like you're good on your own. And he goes, you're right. We could do this without you, but your, your perspective and just the relationships that you have within our company, like you're able to challenge us in a way that even if it's not, you know, if we don't take you up on that challenge, if you will, even if we don't take you up on the challenge, it creates such good conversations that if we didn't have that perspective, we would just pat ourselves on the back and keep going. yeah Right. And so there's, there's other companies, even at a larger scale, you know, we work with, uh, Why construction is a great company out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, general contractor, and, uh, they're doing amazing, but we help bring clarity and focus to how they, you know, not only create their strategy, but also how they execute their strategy. And so, yeah, to answer your question, absolutely. There are some companies who are doing so good. Uh, they're doing well in their market, but to have another perspective, it just helps them make them look Mm -hmm. that much better and, and execute that much better um, with with that kind of perspective. Yeah,
0: I, that was actually gonna be my next question on how long do you actually do this? Because I'm, I'm guessing like, even if someone just going to a doctor's they think or maybe physical therapy, you go to physical therapy for, you know, only so many months because it covered by insurance. But if you did it longer, it would benefit you longer. And that was gonna be my question, how long do you stick with a client and you basically stick with it until you're, you think that they're ready to fly on their own and then do you come back to them as like maybe check-ins?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, so there, there's two sides of our business. We run an online side and we run an in-person side. Um, our online side obviously is Mm -hmm. to have better reach, right? So that we can diversify ourselves and it only helps our in-person clients as well. Um, but in our in-person work, we have multiple varieties of work that we do. We do more of the long-term partnership because the company needs somebody in there to really help them do that. But we also have like our org assessments that we talked about earlier, coming in, assessing the company, giving them reports, you know, that's more of a short-term basis that could be one to two months. Um, and then our long-term is typically by year. So, you know, we come in help you, uh, help create a plan of where we want to go. And we obviously start with the immediate needs and then we work for more of the long-term needs and, and nine times out of 10, we're on repeat business because they'll go into the second year. Um, and, and, uh, on the online portion, you know, it's, it's, it could be six week courses, you know, um, right now, uh, just a, a hint for the listeners, um, right now, uh, mid October, we'll have a, you know, a, a, a online course cool. going and it's going to be all about how to automate your business development and sales in your service oriented companies. Because we all know, unless you have someone out there knocking on doors, making, making those handshakes and creating relationships on social media and all that stuff, uh, unless you have that, you're probably going to put that on the back burner when it gets to peak season. And so we're we're helping smaller to medium sized businesses be able to create an automated business development and sales funnel to where even in during peak seasons, they still have automated messaging going out, helping create those relationships and keeping up with that stuff. So we're we have a six week course on that. We'll run six week courses on how to do your strategic planning. So we do those things to like really give resources to to contractors
0: and people that are connected that's to the awesome. you industry. Will, you'll tell your client that's outside of the Fort Wayne area, okay?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're working with uh, we'll, we'll work with Fort Wayne and and surrounding, and we'll even you know we, we've gone to Chicago, New York, you know, we'll go to those places as well. Uh, but you know, the online is definitely the answer for that to kind of get. We we run the uh the more long term online where we we uh provide those resources, teach the uh the way to run a business, get your teams involved online with like strategic planning and helping execute those things and, and uh, leadership coaching, but also you know, short term type things online as well. And so our reach is way greater that way and it helps us
0: understand gotcha. the market better. So for someone that is uh you know, a smaller company, say maybe you know five to twenty five employees um and you see them what is like their most i mean how how to ask this the most common mistake that you see in those smaller companies or the most common issue that those smaller companies are coming to you for
1: yeah uh that's a good question, and I think it it definitely varies across the board but when you say that, you know, five to 10 million, is that the ones that you stated five to 10 well, I'm million? Five range? to like
0: 50 or so, um, employees.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think it, I can, I think it can definitely vary. It really depends on yeah. the leadership of that company. Um, but one of the things that we just mentioned, like not keeping up with relationships, not, not, um, keeping a consistent way to be able to do your business development and to be able to create those relationships with your partners, um, is a huge. So like if you're a subcontractor, one of the things that we see being left on the table all the time is, are you going to the general contractors? Are you creating the right relationships? Because, you know, uh, if they're not if you're if you're uh, working for a general contractor who's only mm-hmm. doing hard bids, I would say you're 10 years behind. You need to be working with general contractors who are in the negotiated bid world who are creating relationships because they understand the value of relationships. So it could be as simple as pulling that lever on your business of saying, let's focus on some of these general contractors that we know are creating relationships so that you can be part of that relationship with them. And Mm -hmm. it's more sustainable versus just always going after these hard bids and it's like, you know, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Now you can bid on the next one, and if you make it, you make it. If not, then yeah. forget it. You know, um, so that's one. That's one example. Another one is technology. Oh, okay, I mean, hmm. uh, you know, again, I, I mentioned Construction Technology Institute earlier. It's a huge platform. They got a lot of clout behind their name. They're doing a great job of bringing awareness to the industry. And, you know, I've partnered with them on, uh, on some of this, uh, you know, building out this information, but also getting this information to the, uh, to the industry. But if, if you're not automating and creating efficiencies within your business with technology, you're already behind and you've got to figure it out because if you don't, you may not be around right. in the next 10 years. Right. So that's a huge one. And then, uh, another one that we see across the board, I mentioned earlier, which is succession planning, just you know being able to plan for the future to where your company can actually turn over and a lot of people have heard the phrase of like hey is is your business a sellable business you know can you sell your business right now and if you can't you're just making money like that's great you can make money but can you sell it hmm. and so you know we're always working towards companies that can actually sell themselves like it's an actual on paper you can look at it and say that's worth a lot of money I'm definitely worth I, it's definitely worth paying for um if you think about it there's a ton of companies out there that can make a million dollars a year and it's not actually sustainable it all depends on one person doing their job well so how do you make it more sustainable you know so those are some those are some things across the board that you can see i'm sure anybody that's
0: listening knows a company or they are a company that have those mistakes or those issues but sometimes, you know, the owners don't know that's an issue, especially with the technology part of it. Like maybe if they've been in the business for, you know, 30 to 40 years and that technology wasn't there in the beginning. they, they It's, again, like what you said in the beginning, mindset um, and trying to get their mindset right in figuring out how to get them into that technology and get them rolling into the, you know, 2023.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's a lot of times it's not their fault. It's that, like, like we said earlier, they're running a business, and they're doing it well. But in that you lose a little bit of innovativeness, right? Like you start to, you start to forget about like, hey, what do I need to do to stay around for another 10 years? you just really do the business really well and, and yeah. just keep or going years
0: of just being so busy. You just don't have time to look into the newest technologies and what other competitors are doing. Cause you're just always on the grind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it, it is interesting is like, um, with construction, obviously with everything else, it yeah. follows the market, you know, peaks, highs and lows. It's, I normally see companies will focus on these kind of things at the lowest peak. Um, So like at the, I shouldn't say the lowest, but at the lowest valleys, right? They focus on, let's be innovative. Let's figure out what we need to do. By then Mm. it's almost too late, you know, because when you're at the lowest point, it's hard to allocate resources if it costs money, right? So when you're doing really well, you should figure out how to make these changes at your peak seasons, because you'll have more resources and more you know whether that's money or people you'll have those resources to pour into it and you got to figure out how to do that well because on paper you're like yeah we wouldn't be able to implement this right now anyways we're too busy well you have to figure out a way and normally the the biggest problem is just commitment are you committed Mm -hmm. to do it or not right
0: absolutely yeah i mean we could probably talk about this all day but i want to finish off on where people could contact you um, and where people could follow you on maybe social media or wherever you're on.
1: Yeah. Uh, appreciate you asking that. So we are on LinkedIn. Um, so if you, if you go to LinkedIn and you type in Harrison Tash, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, you'll be able to find me there. I would love to connect with you. Um, and then, you know, if you go to uh, consult living uh go to our contact us page. Um, just put in your information and we have a team that'll reach out to you within a day. And, um, yeah, you can do that. Or you can actually, you can email me directly. Now I have other people that manage email with me, but, uh, it will be directly to me in one way or another. You can go to Harrison Tash at
0: consultlivingwater.com. Yeah. And I'll have all that in the description of the podcast and on social media, but Harrison, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast and talking to your company. I, I enjoyed this and I hope it helps out many uh, listeners out there and their business and maybe even get some clients off of it. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Hey, Eric, I really appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, one more thing for the listening audience, you know, yeah. we, we talked a lot about these these issues and and some of the, the great things that come with business. Um, I would just challenge uh, the listening audience, like, Think about some of the things that we talked about on this podcast. Think about those things. And even if you just want to have a quick conversation with me, I would love to hear some of your uh, your challenges that you're having. We have group calls with companies every week, Wednesday and Thursday. And so if you want to be on one of those, reach out to me. I'll throw you in there, connect you with some great people who are probably going through the same issues that you are. If you're listening and you hear this, wednesdays and thursdays at two o'clock eastern time you can hop in on a on a group call we'd love to have you in there and we talk to all sorts of people in the industry and we love creating those connections so if you'd love to hop in one of those or you want to contact us directly you know take us up on it because we really want to hear what's going on and be able to use that data to
0: help other uh, people in the industry That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. And uh, thank you for hopping on. I hope let's stay connected and can't wait to get this out. All
1: right. Well, thank you, Eric, and uh, appreciate your uh, willingness to uh, help people in the industry.